This is Skip Hall welcoming you to Heart of the Athlete, brought to you by the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, featuring athletes, coaches, and sports personalities of the Treasure Valley. And now, here's your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hi folks, welcome to Heart of the Athlete. I'm Tom Doherty back with you today. I sure appreciate Ken Lewis has been uh, doing the show often, and I'm only going to do this show periodically, and today is one of those periodic days. And with me in the studio, I have one of the managers at KBXL Studio, Dave Schaefer. Dave, good to see you. Hey, good morning, Tom. Yeah, you and I, we try to get together over the number of years and talk college football once or twice a year, and we haven't really had that opportunity. So Yeah, let's uh, let's do it today. I know it because there are seasons now, uh, what, two-thirds through, and uh, yeah. things are changing and things are going. And, of course, we're sponsored by the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, and the Treasure Valley has a phenomenal program going. Ken Lewis, a tremendous leader, and we also have – uh, Ryan and Pablo in different areas of the uh, state, and God's just doing some great things there. And we wouldn't be on the air if it wasn't for our sponsors, and so I always want to just give them a shout-out because we so appreciate them. We thank Awakenings Coffee Shop for giving our guests some uh, coffee, and it's a locally owned and operated business hoping to enrich our, their community through love, quality coffee, and uh, servant-hearted heart, servant leadership. You can get your normal drink or try one of their non-franchise-style handcrafted coffees. I personally like the Ethiopian coffee. David, you ever tried that? Or, I have. They they, have that. They've got delicious coffee That there. is, and that and the, and the Guatemalan coffee is very good, too. I, yep. Both those I like a whole bunch. But anyway, stop by Five Mile and Overland and visit them. It's a great place to hang out because there's a lot of space. And so if you want to call them, you can give them a ring at 323-5578, 323-5578. And by the way, try the cinnamon roll, too. But I might have to split one because there are a lot of calories, but uh, they're certainly good. And then Jim's Well Drilling. Jim's been with us for a number of years as our sponsor, and Jim is really one of the top in the industry in well drilling. And if you know anybody that needs well drilled, you want somebody with integrity, someone that cares for people, someone that does a job that you can count on, get a hold of Jim's Well Drilling at 870-0733-208-870-0733. Now, folks, you got to remember, as I keep forgetting, you always have to dial 208 now to get to wherever you're going, so keep that in mind. Then Skip Hall and Hall & Associates. It's a comprehensive financial services firm that provides wealth management services and investment planning services for individuals, trusts, corporate, and qualified accounts. Founded in 2007, Hall & Associates offers wealth management services to mid-sized investors, primarily in our local community. Over the ensuing years, our highly disciplined approach investing is uh, and market evaluation risk management is important to the business and he has some great ideas skip is always thinking and if you have any questions please feel free to give him a call at 871-8448 871-8448 plus he was a former boise state football coach and he loves talking football with you too and then mike verdon auto cell and rv um, the great place as i've mentioned often i bought my last two cars there and i love them both family-owned and operated used car and franchise RV dealership dedicated to serving Meridian Boise and the Treasure Valley. And so you want a great buying experience, you want a great RV, great car, get a hold of Mike Verdon Auto Center and you'll be glad you did. It's 2653 East Fairview Avenue in Meridian. Phone number is 208-376-0451. 208-376-0451. Mike Verdon Auto and RV Sales. Check them out today. Well, David, here we go. Uh, talking about a little football, 
We'll talk about a little FCA, too. In fact, speaking of a little FCA, I do want to say this several times through the show. They have an incredible couple getaway for coaches. If you're coaching anything, you can be a little league or whatever it is, and you want to go to this, get a hold of fcaidaho.org, fcaidaho.org, get registered. The uh, retreat is the 10th through 12th of November, so it's coming up pretty rapidly. What a wonderful time. I was able to go one time uh, years ago to um, Washington, and we had the time of our lives. And they got, I believe it's Jeff Kemp, the son of Jack Kemp, is uh, going to be the speaker, and it's just going to be fabulous. So if you're a coach, have any interest in this, please go to fcaidaho.org and check that out today. And also, be planning for the bowl breakfast in December. We have it every year, FCA bowl breakfast right before the potato bowl. This year, they've gone against uh, something we've done for years and years. They're not going with a football player. They have a bas- former basketball player. A.C. Green is going to be the speaker. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and AC, be great. Yeah, and A.C. is such a uh, strong in his faith. And, uh, man, the testimony is going to be huge. So get your people out there and even get a hold of your basketball people, too, and be there and support that in December. And we'll tell you more about that in weeks to come. Well, Dave, we better get on the schedule and start talking about some football. Let's we do might, it. We might as well just start off with Boise State since uh, yeah. here they are 5-2 and two now and starting to climb a little bit. But it's been kind of an interesting year. It's been very interesting. Uh, um, you know, I can't uh, can't remember a, a season like it, really. You know, Boise State has always been known for those uh, strong offenses and putting up lots of points. Yes. And, uh, boy, this just hasn't been the year for uh, the offense. No, I think people would call it a dull offense. And yeah. And it's just struggling. But the, uh, the difference is, and two, is that we're really – using a two quarterback system now i mean it seems yeah. like yeah you know the just the dynamic of and you're watching the game and i'm thinking how it this makes no sense there, there doesn't seem to really be a rhyme or reason when one comes in and one comes out you know i thought uh, each quarterback will come in and kind of get a rhythm and then the next one's in and uh, maybe that's what keeps the opposing defenses on their toes a little bit but uh it it is working. It certainly to worked to some degree. Certainly worked against Wyoming. I think we yeah. saw the best effect of that in Wyoming. Yeah, absolutely. Otherwise, people have been wondering, and it's a lot of talk behind the scenes. Yeah. I noticed oh, yeah. recently. In fact, this week in the paper, it had a big article about the two uh, quarterback yeah. situation because so many people are yeah. talking about it. But I know they're trying to do the very best they can, and I, it's so easy for me to sit in my chair and coach. I mean, I do you know absolutely because I have all the great ideas. You know, I just yeah. feel like yeah, you know, well, you <laughs> we feel like we have a monopoly. Doesn't Coach we, Harson give you a call from time to time? Oh no, yeah, to, Coach calls, to, and uh, yeah, no, I, haven't to ta- I haven't talked. To, I, I did do an interview uh, with Coach Harson on this show uh, before he left uh, to his Arkansas State. Okay, and yeah, he great. was still he was still offensive coordinator here, and had yeah. a really nice interview with him and. Um, I did want to throw this in. Sorry to cut you off there. Um, But uh, Cozart, I don't know if you saw, there was a play in the second half where one of the defensive linemen for Wyoming went down, and they they ended up carrying him off the field in a a vehicle. Um, And uh, ended up, he broke his leg or broke his ankle. Well, right when that happened, uh, just a few seconds after it happened, Cozart went next to the player and knelt and said a prayer for a few seconds. Oh, just a really neat. And I've I've heard a lot about Cozart and just his yes. his faith mm-hmm. and his um, his leadership. And I thought, what a great example, you know, for to to kneel beside an opposing player who just that's amazing. You know, just their their amazing whole season just point. just yeah. uh, ended on that play. 
Um, really neat to see. So just wanted to point that out. I haven't heard anybody we, talk about that yet. Well, you know, Mark but, but Thornton really cool. is the uh, chaplain for Boise State. He travels to the games with them. Mm-hmm. You know, and Mark is a great guy. I love Mark to pieces. His son played in the NFL, yep. just retired recently. But Mark was talking to me. Uh, it was a while back in my office, actually. We had a we were talking about some things, and, and he said, what's neat about this team, there's a lot of Christians. He said, yep. uh, Cosart is a, a phenomenal Christian. He said he loves God passionately. Yeah. And he said Ripon is a Christian, too. Yeah. I didn't know that. And he also said, I said and also uh, Avery Williams, number 26, the, yeah. uh, the, the back there, yep. I mean, the defensive back that has all the punt returns. Yep. And then our halfback, you know, Madison, I Madison. believe it was. And, yep. and then he, t- he just talked about different players. And Jake Rowe. And, of course, I had Jake Rowe on the program yep, this spring. Yep. Yeah, Jake he's been awesome. here. Yeah. What a personality. Yeah, Jake is guy. great on the radio. I'm hoping to get him back as soon as the season's over. On well, the after, after the game, you know, the whole team gathers at midfield and, and kneels and prays. Coaches, players, every everyone. And it, it's just it's really neat to see that. It is, because especially what's going on in football and National Football League and all these different controversies and everybody talking. It's so good to see people stand up for their faith. But Boise yep. State, it's uh, they're an interesting team. And, and we go tonight to uh, Utah State where we went, and you and I were at that game we two were, years ago. Both We ran into each other. In the, <laughs> I, at least we had a shoulder to cry on, didn't we? Oh, my we? land. Uh, I'd never seen a game quite like that where mm-hmm. just things just fell apart for uh, Boise State. And, uh, you know, you, it's hard to win a game when you turn the ball over that many times. And I think that's going to be the key to the game. You know, if we can hold on to the ball, play sound defense and uh, execute some plays on offense and maybe take a step forward on offense, I think we'll be okay. But, uh, you know, hopefully we'll avenge that that terrible loss uh, two years ago down in Logan. Yes, that was uh, it probably the ugliest game I've ever seen Boise State play. Yeah. I yeah, mean, it was just it was just awful. It reminded me the first half when we played at Georgia years oh, ago. Oh man, uh, the disaster at Georgia. But uh, yeah, I think you know I think the Broncos um, they they're playing really well on the road this year, uh, which I think bodes well for for Boise State. I think uh, you know they're they're carrying some momentum. I think the the offense is making some progress. I think the defense is is playing well. So. What I'm about, expecting a, a good win for the Broncos what tonight. What about that young defense? I mean, that defense has been shockingly surprising. Yeah, yeah, just, um, you know, they've been able to just take out the the opposing team's offensive weapons and, and made them, um, you know, just take away their strengths and, and I think made the opposing offenses very uncomfortable. And they've been opportunistic with uh, turnovers this year, which is uh, – Something that was lacking last year. Yep, I think uh, I think our chances are good tonight, and I hope uh, that we play well and keep this little streak going because things are in our favor now that we beat San Diego State and Fresno State beat them, and then that brings us to Colorado State, which will be coming up also, which is a huge game there. Huge and game. Colorado State has had some great games. They have a lot of close games against teams that are fair. Yeah. And so they're not, you know, but. Who knows? It's going to be a. They're ha- they have uh, Air Force. They're playing Air Force this week. Uh, so we'll see how how they do against them today. And and uh, you know I will say I think that the uh, the Mountain part of the Mountain West is the stronger it sure seems like stronger it. division of the conference. So we'll see how it goes. Well, and our Vandals, they're at uh, their home against Louisiana Monroe. I, there's some games I expected them to win. I looked at their schedule. And I thought they could maybe go. Eight and three, seven and four this year, but they haven't played up to what I thought they would. They they have times of brilliance, but other times it's just 
So I think it's been kind of a surprise year for them. But they played Louisiana Monroe at home. I think that's a win for them. Yeah, I would I would imagine so. Yeah, I think Idaho has been, uh, you know, they had that big bowl win against Colorado State last year. And I yes. think heightened expectations for this year. Uh, things quite haven't worked out that way. But no, uh, but hopefully it picks hopefully up for them here well. at the end. Well, Dave, let's just take a look at the top 25 for a minute and talk a little about them and their schedule. And before I do that, again, folks, I just want to mention, uh, please get on fcaidaho.org and check out the couples retreat that's going to be November 10th through 12th. If you coach anything, have any kind of coaching ability, and you want to go, please uh, check them out and let them know. Or if you're a coach and you can't really afford to go, you might need a scholarship. I think they have a few scholarships out there. But I'm telling you what, you will have the time of your life. It is honestly a phenomenal event. And Jeff Camp, a phenomenal speaker that uh, knows football, knows sports, but knows Jesus more than anything else. It'll be awesome for you. Well, Dave, I don't know if anybody in America would argue Alabama being number one. No, no. And, you know, it just seems like a broken record year after year after year. It's uh, Alabama's always in the uh, conversation. And so I would agree. And they just look, and they just look as strong as ever, and they're just they just retool. Even yeah. it's just I, they're kind of amazing. Of course, the team I've been kind of rooting for is Penn State, and they're all the way up to number two because what a story! You know, the program almost dying completely back in the Sandusky trials and everything going on there has resurrected and done incredible. But this week we find out what they're made of. They yeah. go to Ohio State, Urban Meyer. And Urban Meyer, they're favored at Ohio State is favored in that game. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you this, I'm rooting for Penn State. I want them to uh, continue that run and uh, maybe head to an Alabama-Penn State championship. I don't know. But, yeah, we'll uh, see. Yeah, and then oh, Georgia. What a surprise Georgia's been. Had no idea they'd be that good. Yep, they're at Florida. Let's see how that game goes. You know, I think Florida's pretty uh, disappointing, having, kind of having a disappointing season, but uh, playing at home, a game like rivalry. that, a game like that can turn a turn a bad season into a, a, a decent one, winning a winning a rivalry. Game. But you know what, Georgia looks so good, I'd have a hard time seeing them lose that one. I'm I'm, I'm I've honestly been just kind of stunned by Georgia's performance this year. I just like, wow, isn't that something? And yeah. then the game you and I talked about off the air, yeah, TCU and Iowa State, and uh, Iowa State. You know both these teams, uh, TCU. Who would have thought they'd be seven and zero and ranked number four, uh, playing a an improved Iowa State team on the road? That's I I that's kind of my upset. It's my upset too, Dave. I'm I'm picking Iowa State in that one just because they played so well. But the thing, TCU, why they're so good? I believe this with all my heart after watching them so many years. I call it the Patterson effect. The man can coach. He can coach. The man can coach football, and what he is showing this year is uh, phenomenal tenacity. And not only that, their schedule's murderous. Yeah. And of course, their schedule gets more murderous right now. The last that's why they're seven and zero because they've had a lot yeah. more easier games. Yep. And now it starts getting difficult. But Iowa State, I mean, they're taking, they're just, they're surprising everyone. Yep. So, but anyway, I'm with you. I, that's my upset too. Then you got Wisconsin again, right up there, undefeated. And, you know, sometimes they win games fairly close. You think they're going to lose games, and then they put them away. They're so consistent. Yep. And, but uh, they're 7-0. Then Ohio State's right after them at number 6. And like I said, that'll all change depending on Penn State-Iowa State game. That's, this is huge for Ohio State because Ohio State wins. They, they'll probably climb, could climb into the top four. Yep. And they lose. they certainly not going to gain any ground, probably lose a little. Yep. And then Clemson started off really hot. They're 6-1, and one, but, you know – 
struggled a little bit lately. They haven't been quite as sharp. And they're going to play North Carolina State here in a week or two, which uh, is interesting, which we'll talk about in just a second. And then Miami, which I am so glad for Miami. I used to – couldn't stand Miami, but now that Coach – the uh, Rick, what's his name from uh, Rick. Georgia? Yep. Yeah, Rick from Georgia, great Christian man. So I always root for those Christians in these games, and yep. and he's uh, having a pretty phenomenal year. And I tell you, a team that is looking incredible, which we'll find out about today, is Notre Dame. They have just been playing out of their heads. Yeah, and six and one, and they play North Carolina State at home. And, of course, North Carolina State has our old quarterback, Ryan Finley, and Drinkwitz, our offensive, offensive coordinator, coordinator, and they are playing. Yeah, they're doing well. Doing well. So that game's big. That game's big. But Notre Dame, honestly, has looked like the Notre Dame of all the last three games. Yeah. I'm just wondering to see what they're going to do. You know, they may end up climbing in the top four before it's all over with, if with a big win with North Carolina State here. Yep. And then you got Oklahoma State. I mean, you got Oklahoma and Oklahoma State back-to-back. Back to back, and it looked early on that Oklahoma was going to be untouchable. Yep. They, and then all of a sudden, reality stepped in, and now they're they're struggling a little bit, and and they're that's going to be big. And Oklahoma and Oklahoma State play each other later in the year. And Oklahoma State, we have I believe we have Oklahoma State coming to Boise I, maybe next year. Yeah, I think we're I think we're on the road, on the road next, next year, year, and then, and home then they the come. I, I believe that's the then, case. Then we have Florida State in the next couple of years also. Yeah, we've got uh, we got some big games on the schedule. That's for sure. That will be huge. And then the Huskies, who we all either love or you hate, because you know Peterson went to the Huskies and uh, he he they looked pretty invincible too until they lost that yeah. crazy game to Arizona State. That. Was such a shock, you know, coming off a bye week with Washington. See how they uh, how they come out, and you know that's what I think what it took for Boise State. You know, they had a bye week after uh, a tough loss against Virginia, and you know they've they've really righted the ship the last few games. So we'll see. Uh, well, and their schedule is is tremendous because they play their biggest games at home. Washington yep, does, so yep. they have a they have a schedule they, they can finish strong. They could end up eleven and one. Yep, and uh, which should be interesting to see where this all lines up. Depends on who uh, wins when they play each other because they got all these people to play each other. It's going to be uh, it's, uh, certainly it's always interesting near the end of the year. And then of course we talked about North Carolina State and uh, playing at Notre Dame. They're rated 14th now. Virginia Tech's rated 13th, and they're having a great year. Michigan State, who started out just horrible, they didn't look good at all. Now they're six and one and creep uh, crept right into yep. it. Yep. And I again, I think that is the effect of coaching. They have phenomenal head coach over there. Yep. And uh, of course, they have a rough schedule ahead of them. And I'm really happy, Dave, for South Florida. They're they're seven and zero. They have Charlie Strong that was at Texas and got kicked out of Texas, you know. And yeah, he is just doing a great job there. And, Another Christian guy, you know, he's kind of root for those Christians, like I said, you know. Yep. Well, and it's it's shaping up to be that they're going to be the uh, group of five member of the uh, the New Year's Six Bowls. You know, the winner of that South Florida UCF game at the end of the year is yes. most likely going to represent the the group of five. And, and UCF is right behind them, 18, yeah. so 17, yeah. 18, both undefeated. Yep. And you're right. I think the winner of that game probably has that bid. Yeah, with uh, – with San Diego State dropping out of the top 25, you know, that kind of, I guess, shot the Mountain West chances. But, you know, there's a lot of football to be played. And Memphis is playing very that's, well. That's and right. Memphis has a real shot at it. They're only their 24th. And then LSU, who was looking so poor, have now climbed back into the top 25 and looking better at 23 all of a sudden. So 
And how about USC, the drop of USC? Everybody thinking USC was going to – a lot of people predict them in the national championship. Yeah. Seems like we've done this before. It seems <laughs> like every year they uh, they have very high expectations and, uh, you know, lately just haven't delivered. They've, they got, had, they've got great players yeah. with a lot of hype, you know, and – well, they had Sam Darnold uh, listed as all world in the Heisman yep. uh, handout. Yep. You know, where Ryan Finley's outplayed him from North Carolina yep. State like crazy. Absolutely. Ryan Finley's statistics, North Carolina State, have been phenomenal. Hardly any interceptions. Yeah, he's done he's well. He's just played well. And Boise State, you know, he was there, he hurt his ankle, then he went out, rip, a rip and took over, and then and he, he didn't want to sit the bench. He saw the handwriting on the wall, yep. and, and he pulled out, and Drinkwitz got him with him. Yeah. Good move on both those guys. Behind. Absolutely. Yeah. It's good to see them doing well. Yeah. You talk about a great Christian, uh, Drinkwitz. Uh, he is a phenomenal Christian. Yeah, man. great Loves guy. Loves God dearly. Yep. You know, and so I'm happy for him in North Carolina State. Then West Virginia at 22, and uh, Memphis, like I said, at 24. Memphis, again, 6-1 uh, and one and playing very, very well. And uh, Iowa State, uh, again, they're 25, and Dave and I think they'll climb because we think we were predicting an upset over TCU. But if TCU wins that game, they're going to show us how good they really are. Actually. Absolutely. You know, and then, and then uh, in the, and of course, in the AP poll, Boise State's not even mentioned. Um, in fact, San Diego State is 29th after losing two in a row bad. That's that. That's a that that's a head scratcher right that's there. That's a head scratcher. Well, Boise State has five votes in the coaches poll. But Colorado State has, uh, I think, seven. They're ahead of us in that coaching yeah. poll. And I think Boise State, to make the top 25, just has to win out. I mean, they went out, I think, they're in the top 25. Oh, I would imagine. You know, I would imagine. people are going to lose here and there and everywhere, and yep. it's going to be an interesting time. So it's, it's, certainly, uh, it's certainly an interesting season. What about the College of Idaho Yotes? They've played well lately. You know, it's good to have another, uh, another program in the, in the Valley to, that's doing well and uh, – I think they have great support there in uh, in Caldwell and the they Valley. They do, yep. they do. I guess their last game wasn't as attended as some of them okay. have been, but it's uh, they're what a great program. They're they're up and coming. We'll see what happens with them because they're certainly a new program. Yep. You know, and of course, College of Idaho always has great basketball. I love watching College of Idaho basketball. Yeah. And, well, we're uh, going to see, I believe, College of Idaho and Boise State play this year. They so are going to play. Be- and then this is always gets me because I've had people all through the years, even when I was a follower of Warren Pacific because I went there, is that people say, "Oh, they could play with, there they could play with the big boys," and they're always saying, "Oh, I've had my some of my friends say, oh, College of Idaho, I think they could beat Boise State." And I said, "You just don't know the talent level. They're great at their talent level, but you'd step up the yeah. talent level." I remember when Warner came here having not a bad year, and they came over here to play Boise State. Oh man, it was probably thirty years ago. I don't know what it was. But it was like 102 to 52. It was just like, I, and I yeah. tried to tell people, you know, really, you got to know levels. That's just like, yeah. honestly, you have a great 1A or 2A football team, and they say, oh, they could beat, they could beat uh, uh, Mountain View. They could beat. I said, you get playing at that level, it's, yeah. just, it's just, you different. just get thumped. I mean, it's yeah. just a whole different breed of athletes. You're great at your level, but you got to remember when you got a, a Mountain View you can choose from, Hundreds of kids in our football team, but I got to tell you, sp- speaking of high school football, Mountain View Judd Benedict, another Christian man, mm. Judd has done a phenomenal job. Nobody expected Mountain View to be number one this year after last year. They lost, mm-hmm. I think it was like thirteen or the twenty-two starters or something, wow. and they just retooled and here they are again. Now they got a tough game. They play next week. They play against Rigby. I watched Rigby this week against Bora. Okay. 
Rigby was dominant. They had this running back at Rigby, ran for 190 yards, caught passes for 105 yards. Wow. And he was dominant. And their quarterback is 6'6", 215 over at Rigby. And, uh, but, I, but Mountain View has shown themselves to be just powerful. And so it wouldn't surprise me to see them win it all. Well, Dave, hey, we got to run. And this always goes so fast. But I want to uh, throw out our sponsors real fast to you. So listen very carefully. Mike Verdon Auto Center, 376-0451. Hall and Associates, Skip Hall, 871-8448, and there's always a 208 in front of those. Jim Well Drilling, 870-0733, and Awakening Coffee Shop on 5 Mile Low Run Stop In. Dave, thanks for joining me today. Hey, thank you, Tom. It's always fun. Oh, this is fun. It's fun being with you, and it's fun to talk football and Jesus and FCA. Lord bless you.